great to have you here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Speaking of that, one of the largest fraud operations online that maybe has ever happened in U.S. history was busted. I want to tell you what the crooks were up to that are important lessons for you. And coming up yet later, an investigation by the Wall Street Journal finds that a lot of extremely unsafe products are being sold on Amazon.com, a lot of counterfeits being sold on Amazon.com, and just because it says Amazon's Choice or Amazon Prime does not mean that Amazon knows anything about the seller or the item being sold. I'm going to tell you what you need to know to protect yourself later. And I want to say something to you about the ongoing uh, uncertainty about the economy and how the news is kind of on a roller coaster right now, hour by hour, day by day. And if you're an investor or you're just somebody wondering what's happening with our economy, don't freak out by the headlines hour by hour, day by day. No doubt the economy's slowing, but there's a lot of doubt as to whether or not we're headed towards a recession. The news in our ongoing trade disputes with different countries around the world is topsy-turvy, up and down. Do not overreact to any day's latest headlines. And as I've said to you repeatedly, during times of uncertainty that you and I cannot control, the most important thing for you to do is make sure your own financial house is in order. And you will hear me repeat that over and over again as the economy continues to slow or we do end up in a recession, that you control what you can control in your own life. Now, one of the things that's been affected by what's going on with the economies around the world is oil and, in turn, gasoline prices that were expected to be headed higher now, instead are quite a bit lower. And AAA has reported that as we move into the Labor Day holiday period, that we'll be paying on average around the country somewhere around 30 cents less a gallon than we would have paid a year ago. This is completely opposite of what was expected with the moves we've taken in the U.S., to try to shut Iran out of world oil markets, and we failed at that. Iran has been able pretty much to sell oil to this point around the world. The expected move of Iran being shut out would have led to tighter supplies around the world, would have led to higher prices. Since we failed in shutting down Iranian oil exports, it has had a positive effect for your and my wallet, In addition, with economies slowing around the world, we are getting a dividend from that, if you will, of lower prices for gasoline. So the trip that you may take over the holiday and record numbers of people are expected to take to the roads this holiday period, what you pay for gasoline is not going to be the problem. What will be the problem is what do you do about traffic through this holiday period, and I despise traffic, 
So for me, that's um, the thing I worry about the most is being stuck in slow and no-go traffic. So that is the worry, not what it costs to put fuel in the tank. One other thing about gasoline is that there's a new report out that the number of people buying electric vehicles remains a very, very small part of the market, but enough people are buying electric vehicles that it is affecting the demand equation for gasoline. And that in turn is saving people who drive gasoline-powered vehicles, which is most of us, money every time we fill up. Because very, very small changes in demand have a meaningful, significant effect on what the price of gasoline is. And just enough people are buying electric vehicles and the numbers rising around the world that it's leading to a moderating effect on gasoline prices. There will still be ups and downs over the years based on temporary factors or uh, you know unexpected events in the world. But the trend is really your friend for most people that are driving gasoline vehicles. As you look years into the future, the trends are a lot more positive than what originally was expected. Soleil is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, how are you today? Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Soleil. How can I be of service to you? Well, I have a, submitted a question to the Clark Howard Show. I'm so glad to be speaking to you. It's actually my first time ever on the radio. Anyway. Well, great to have <laughs> um, you here. Absolutely. So um, I used to live in New York in 2014. That's when I started to be employed. Eventually, um, I used to live with my family. Eventually, I moved to North Carolina in 2016, and I'm a head of household. New bills came into play, two cars, and it just ate all of my financials. Okay. <laughs> and so, with the market, um, a lot of people moving into North Carolina, the houses are really growing in, in prices, and I wanted to kind of be able to buy a house. My only issue is with all these bills and craziness happening, my account is stuck at 15K and I don't even know if I really want to buy a house, but I don't know if I should uh, dip into my 401k since I'm a first time home uh, buyer or uh, the 5% that I contribute to my 401k. It's kind of, that's my question around of, or is it even the right time for me to buy or not? So uh, it's hard to say when the right time is for anybody to buy a home in terms of what's going on with the overall economy and housing situation. I like to drill down to your own personal situation. So let me mm-hmm. see if I understood that right. You have you said you had $15,000 saved, is that right? That's what I have in my bank account and it's just stuck. It okay. doesn't go up or down. <laughs> okay. So what have you done to look through your expenses to see if there are any places you could, uh, maybe with the goal being to buy a home, there are things that you could reduce spending some on to free up some money? I was looking at cutting some of renegotiating the um, insurance bills for the car. 
because that could be an opening into it, um, into, because um, I, since I have two cars, one for my fiance, one for myself, it'd be impossible to sell one car because we both need them. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, what about technology? Like, mm-hmm. Because I've found that for most people, reducing technology costs that you're billed for monthly is one of the easiest places to free up cash every money to build additional savings. You mean like cell phone bills? Cell phone, or, or... internet, mm-hmm. and television. That Those three are areas where people can have meaningful impact on monthly bills, usually at a couple of hundred dollars a month that you can mm-hmm. be able to devote to savings to start building up more money towards down payment. But I yeah. like it if you'll uh, go through every bill you've got and drill down to look at, if you use credit cards, every single purchase you make. And remember, if the goal is to buy a home, mm-hmm. once you own that home, you're going to face expenses you don't face now. So if cool. your savings don't go up at all month to month, that you're like stuck, as you said, then mm-hmm. I'm really worried about what it's like with expenses once you own that home. And that's okay. why before you set yourself up for buying that home, I want you really to dig through those expenses, see where you can free up some room. When you when you tell me you're thinking of reducing uh, what's actually not a very large monthly contribution to a 401k, 5%, and you're thinking about taking out a 401k loan, that says to me you're not ready to buy a home yet. Mm. That you really need to get... Uh, a fine-tooth comb out and go through every expense and see where every dollar is going, where you can free up some space in your life and create more financial room for you to save more and be in a better position with monthly expenses to buy that home. The hard work needs to start with you and your fiancé and what each of your expenses are. By the way, I have no idea what a fine-tooth comb is. It's just an expression people use. I wonder what it means. Brian is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Brian. Hey, Clark. Great to talk to you. Well, great to have you here. Do you know what that expression, fine-tooth comb, means either? I can imagine, I guess. I, I have no idea. Somebody will let us know what it actually means. So you're headed to New York City. Yeah, I'm uh, planning to take a trip um, with uh, me, my wife, and my two kids for about four days, um, probably in the fall, to New York City and um, trying to figure out how I can do that on a budget. So the greatest two expenses, obviously, going to New York are the airfare and the hotel rooms. And many times, if you're staying... Three, you'd be staying four days, three nights, right? Um, actually, uh, four nights. Four nights. The hotel yeah. bill can actually outstrip the cost of airfare for multiple people to get to and from New York. So, yeah, I think it will. So as far as, as saving money, um, there's there will be a wave of airfare sales for the fall. Air travel for leisure travelers um, really drops because the number of leisure travelers reduces so much as soon as the Labor Day holiday weekend is over 
and demand doesn't pick back up till Thanksgiving. So it's a very good time to buy airfare on sale for fall travel. Is that for, for in general for anywhere in the country? Anywhere in the country. Okay, that's good to know. And so uh, you'll find that you're going to have the opportunity to find deals. I would set up an airfare alert at kayak or at google.com slash flights for Mm -hmm. flights to New York from your home market, and you'll get an alert anytime the fares drop. As for Mm -hmm. hotels, do you have your dates fixed when you're going to go to New York? Um, They're kind of fixed. I mean, if if it turned out that we thought in the spring we could get better deals, we could possibly push it to the spring, but... With it being in fall, we kind of have a few dates, um, the dates already fixed. Okay, so go ahead and book a refundable hotel deal for the dates you think you're going to go. You know, most hotel bookings, you can cancel usually 72 hours out, as long as you cancel 72 hours or more in advance. On most bookings, you are able to cancel no penalty. Then once you buy your airfare... If your dates have stayed the same, leave that booking in place. And then I have a guide that walks you through how to buy hotel rooms generally less than three weeks out at a great deal. But if if my strategies don't work for you, at least you already have a booking. You know you have the room to line up with your flights at a price you're comfortable with, knowing that you've got that, but likely you won't need it because a cheaper deal will come along. So I, basically, I'm talking about a three-step strategy is first, on the targeted dates you think you have, go ahead and get a refundable hotel booking in place or one that you can cancel. Second, when an airfare sale happens, buy it. And then close to your travel time, that's when you really shop hotels to find a deal. And stick in New York because a four-star in New York is like a three-star anywhere else in the country. Stick at four star above for a hotel in New York. You try my techniques, you should be able to get a really good price on that hotel. Today's Clark Rageous moment is about a federal bust that went on. It was an investigation for three years of criminal activity going on online and The amount of money stolen, nobody knows exactly yet. But I want to tell you the methods that criminals were using to steal from you in today's Clark Rageous moment. Because even though this ring has been busted, the techniques they've used have worked for a good while, and you got to be on your guard. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Rageous moment. Number one scheme the crooks were using are online romance scams. These have been a factor that I've dealt with on our show for many, many years, uh, probably the last 15 years, where a criminal pretends to be something he or she is not and befriends somebody online, builds an online romance, and for many different reasons, Uh, can never get together with you. The most common MO of this particular scam involved people who pretended 
to be in the U.S. military serving overseas, start up an online relationship with someone, and then once that individual falls in love with the fake military person, they then start hitting you up for money. And we in our off-air center, our Team Clark Center, taking calls from people who've been scammed out of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And in this particular one that the feds busted, the amounts were as high as that as well. Know that no matter how much you may have fallen for somebody online, you can never believe the story that they tell you until you actually are face-to-face with them and know who you're dealing with. And that's just one of the things the feds busted but it's the one that is so troubling how somebody plays to your heart and takes advantage of that. It's my pleasure to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our main website, ClarkDeals.com, where you go to save money each and every day. So shopping at Amazon.com, deal or no deal? According to a multi-month investigation by the Wall Street Journal where they put several reporters on this story, four to be specific, digging, 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 I need to tell you that there are some serious, serious issues in terms of safety shopping at Amazon.com. How in the world could shopping at Amazon.com involve safety? Well, as I've shared with you over the last uh, year, most of the items purchased at Amazon.com are not actually being sold by Amazon. They are sold by third parties, much like eBay is an online marketplace. Amazon muddies the waters, though, by having a lot of items that aren't theirs being eligible for Amazon Prime or being marked as, what's that thing they call Amazon Choice? So you need to know that there's a danger, especially with items for children, that items being sold could have been recalled for serious safety issues. Um, In the investigation by the Wall Street Journal, they found kids' toys with extreme levels of lead in them any of a number of counterfeit items. And Amazon, you know, think about if you're in management at Amazon, your whole goal is to keep the beast growing. And so putting too much friction in the way of these third-party sellers selling is not in Amazon's immediate self-interest. But it takes a long time to build up a reputation that you can wipe out in a blink. And so... This is really, really scary when you think for a minute about Amazon being only about volume and putting things for sale in the marketplace that could be a danger to the health, safety, or life of a child. But what about adults? One of the things they talked about is counterfeit helmets for people who ride motorcycles and the consequences for people who've worn those helmets, been in accidents, and suffered injury because the helmets had DOT stickers on them, but they were counterfeit. And the items had not been properly certified, had not been properly tested. 
And there's one example after another after another of items that were for sale on Amazon that had been banned, including mats for children that could suffocate the children. And this is, this is terrible. They took items that were labeled Amazon Choice, and four out of ten of these kids' items failed federal safety standards, creating danger for the kids. Now, know that Amazon sells things under three modes. Knowing these modes could be a serious issue for life and death for a child or just a waste of your money for an item you're buying as an adult, buying a counterfeit or something like that. So Amazon sells things that they actually control. They are being sold by Amazon. Amazon has become more and more opaque about that because they're trying to feed the beast with their marketplace, their third-party sellers. So you have to go through extra steps on your smartphone or on your laptop or desktop to see if the item is actually being sold by Amazon or they're just fulfilling an order for a third party or they're just doing a listing for a third party because that's where people really get confused. I mean, here you can have something eligible for Prime being labeled Amazon Choice, be fulfilled by an Amazon warehouse, but Amazon in every legal filing involving every suit there's ever been pretty much says we're not responsible, we know nothing about it, we have no legal liability for anything about that item, even though they list it as Amazon Choice, store it in one of their warehouses and fulfills from it and allows it under the umbrella of Amazon Prime. So knowing the difference, the distinction with the difference is key. Amazon has a broken system right now. It has been a great organization. But you don't want to be in a position where you are harmed because Amazon is so focused on increasing volume right now that you end up in harm's way. So there are steps you can follow. The Wall Street Journal's laid out. We have it for you at Clark.com of how you distinguish who is actually the seller of an item. So remember, if it's being fulfilled by Amazon, but is not being sold by Amazon, Amazon washes its hands of it and says, not our problem, no matter what goes wrong or no matter what lies are being told. If it's not even being fulfilled by Amazon, they are just acting like a listing source like Craigslist or eBay or something like that. Important that you know that Amazon does not stand behind anything being sold on its site, anything that is not an Amazon item sourced by Amazon, sold through Amazon, anything else, uh uh-uh. And what's weird is that eBay has become more customer-friendly with its policies on items being sold by third party, which they all are on, on eBay, than Amazon is at this point. So Amazon has done amazing things. They have had such an impact on retail. 
And until they moved away from being a discounter, they were also a great source of real deals. They are certainly very convenient. But you got to know that Amazon is not necessarily a safe place to purchase until Amazon cleans up its act. Carolyn is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Hi, Clark. I'm fine. How about you? Great. Thank you, Carolyn. So um, I don't see that well, and I guess that's something you have to deal with, too. That's right. Absolutely. My husband and I both have to have glasses, and um, we've tried several of the discount places and, of course, regular um, dye doctor's offices and Glasses, I'm sure you know, have gotten very, very expensive, and um, a lot of times we run into... Are those a bunch problems. of dogs in the background? <laughs> Actually, that's only one. Um, I was telling Kim, I'm at my daughter's house letting her dogs out there on vacation, and I just put the yapper back in the kennel, and she, she's steady going, and I'm four rooms away from her. So. That's funny. She just wants to be on the air. What's her name? Her name is Ava, and so, she weighs about six pounds. <laughs> and then they also have a German Shepherd that's standing here beside of me that weighs 90 pounds. <laughs> and the German Shepherd's just sitting there perfectly obedient, quiet. And the yippee six-pound dog is the one that I can hear from four rooms away. That's right. And I apologize. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's just funny because... People hearing, they're like, what is that? So it, yeah. it's, it's always important to address. So uh, so anyway, so glasses, you said something so true, and that is that uh, because of a uh, company in Europe that's been cartelizing the eyeglass business, that eyeglasses have been going up at a huge exponential increase in price, and not only... Uh, in the United States, but all around the world. And the irony of this is at the same time that prices have been going so up, up, up and away from some sellers, prices are the cheapest they've ever been from other sellers. There's never been a gap like this between the turbo retail that's taken hold and the turbo discounting that's taken hold in eyeglasses, both at the same time. Right. Well, we're having trouble finding glasses that, um, for instance, my husband and I got glasses um, about eight months ago, and um, his took on a film of some type that that looked like they, they weren't scratched, but it was like they were foggy looking. So we took them back, and um, the lady said she'd never seen anything like it before. And she really didn't want to do anything about it, but, you know, we kind of were insistent because at that point when we took them back, they were only three months old. So she replaced the glasses, and it's been a little over three months, and now they have done the same thing. And we can't pinpoint what's happening. I mean, you know, we both clean them the same way with cleaning cloths, uh, you know, the wet cleaning cloths. We don't use paper towels or, you know, we know how to take care of our glasses, but now they're reluctant to do anything at all. So, you know, he's stuck with a pair of glasses that he can't see out of. <laughs> and, um, you know, I had heard lots of people tell me that there were places online to actually order glasses. 
And I just wondered if there were any places that would give a really good deal, but also had great customer service. That's a hard thing to find right there. <laughs> Actually, um, according to Consumer Reports, you can get both. You can get great prices and get great customer service. And I don't know, did you buy your glasses from an independent shop or a chain shop or something? Um, One of the chain places, and the reason being is because my vision insurance, you know, actually works with them. But we have tried them from other chain places before, and, you know, you'd always have problems and and before the year was up on the glasses and they just didn't want to do anything about it and they're very expensive right right so i want to tell you that according to consumer reports the best place in america to buy glasses and they stand behind every pair they sell is costco wholesale okay and i don't know if you're a costco member if you've ever been to costco but they are a huge volume seller of prescription glasses and contact lenses now. But okay. And uh, their prices are a fraction of what they are at a lot of the traditional sellers and chains. It right. Also, have you heard of Warby Parker? I have not. Warby Parker is a seller that sells glasses online and also sells them in a lot of cities in retail stores. And their whole thing is selling you frames lenses complete under a hundred bucks. That would be great. <laughs> and then the the seller that seems to be the combination of ultra cheap with, according to Consumer Report survey of its members, really good customer service now that used to not be is Zenni Opticals, Z E N N I Optical, that uh-huh. sells the cheapest eyeglass prescription eyeglasses of any major seller of glasses and their prices start at about um, ten dollars frames lenses complete plus shipping so that's a fraction of what people normally pay so that's a great place for you to check out and i wanted to know carolyn what did your husband pay for these pair of glasses that are not behaving and the company you bought them from not standing behind them even though they come with the one-year customer satisfaction warranty or whatever? They were uh, $223, I believe. So there's no reason to spend that kind of money. You've got many very inexpensive choices available now to get glasses, and it's ridiculous that an expensive place like where you got your husband's glasses isn't standing behind them. So try these others, get a better deal, and get somebody who stands behind what they sell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. 
Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. James joins us on the Clark Howard Show. James, I understand you have joined the National Guard. Thank you for your service to our country. <laughs> Thank you for your support, sir. Sure. It, did you, uh, when you went to basic, did you have a drill instructor who terrified you? Oh, yeah. All the time. I smiled a lot at basic training, so I got messed up a good deal for that. I still, <laughs> I still remember it was, uh, it was almost 18 years ago I was at what we call initial enlistment <clears throat> training, and I had a former Marine as my instructor who got like right up in my face screaming and yelling at me, and I remember like, I guess I'm supposed to be afraid right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was too old to be afraid at that point. But, uh, yeah, it's quite an experience when you have that person in your face screaming at you. Oh, yeah, nothing can prepare you for that. Yeah. So, James, how can I be of service to you since you're of service to our country? <laughs> so, I'm 19 years old, and I don't have a credit score at all right now. I've never incurred debt in my life. Um and I understand that in order to build credit, one of the really good ways to build credit is to get a credit card and then pay it off right. one time every month. But I have no idea which credit card to apply for. Since I am Army and I am a student, that widens the amount of cards I can apply for. Yeah, but so I don't know um, which ones to apply for. So anybody who's military, who's eligible as you are for Navy Federal Credit Union, Navy Federal has a program specifically to help you build credit. And it's a really, really well thought out program called the Navy Federal Rewards Secured Card. And depending on how you handle it, within six months, Navy Federal lifts the secured part of it if you handle it really well and you're just a regular old credit card customer. It's quick, quick, quick as long as you do everything Navy Federal expects of you. Do you have a Navy Federal office near your installation, or would you have to join online? Um, I do not know, actually. Because uh, anybody who has military, uh, who's in the military, you want to look at Navy Federal, uh, PenFed, and at USAA, because all those organizations are specifically geared towards military personnel and Navy Federal, I think, is the world's largest credit union, and they have a program specifically designed for you. But even in your civilian side of your life, there's something called PETAL card, P-E-T-A-L card, which is a visa card that requires uh, no security be posted with it, no prior credit required as long as you pass their proprietary system for being issued a card, you're in and you establish credit right from the get-go with it. So those are probably my two favorite ways for you, for someone who doesn't have the military connection you have, the pedal card is probably my favorite of all right now to look at. And again, thank you for your service. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. 
Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com. 